podcasting from my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper. This is the Smut Lancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode five. This week, let's talk about a really bad habit all of us have, comparing ourselves to each other and finding ourselves lacking this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at thesmutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry, a podcasting hosting solution that makes podcasting affordable and easy. If you're thinking of creating audio content and want a hosting service and plugin that integrates with your website and offers great analytics, check out Blueberry. I use Blueberry for this podcast and the Loving BDSM podcast, and it's easy, affordable, and has great tech support. Use the code Kayla Lords, all one word, to get one month free to try it out. Again, that's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, no E-E-L, dot com, and use code Kayla Lords for one month free. So this week's episode has actually been a long time in coming. I did a little bit of mental ranting um, the other day when some lovely blogger friends of mine, I think on Twitter, sort of did the very common lament of I'll never be as good as, and then sort of fill in the blank with whoever they might um, admire or like or follow. Um, And I got, I don't want to say I got annoyed. I didn't get annoyed. I I felt bad. Um, And then because irony is just, this is how it goes. A day later, I saw something on Twitter and I thought, I will never write that well. I will never be as good as that person. I will never get that byline. And that's when I realized I was doing the exact same thing that some other bloggers I had seen do. And it's it's what we all do, y'all. We all compare ourselves at some point. And there's a, there's a phrase or a saying that says, don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10. And that is probably the truest statement out there that I could think to tell you in regards to this topic. Uh, It's very easy to do. It's very easy to look at your blog or the freelancing gigs you're taking and you've been doing them for the equivalent of five minutes. You know, you've been doing it for a month or you've been doing it for less than a year and you see somebody else and they've got all kinds of Twitter followers or they're sharing links to these places that they've written for or they're talking about some part of their creative life that you admire, you like that for them, but you think to yourself, shouldn't I be there? Why, why aren't I doing that? Or you think, oh, I'll never get to that point. I'll never get there. And I just want to, I want to hug you. I want to hug me too. And I want to shake you and I want to shake me too, because it's, it can be a really, um, it can be the thing that sets you back. It can be the thing that slows your potential growth as a creator. And that's whether you are writing sex blogs and or you're writing erotica or you're pitching your ideas to articles or you're creating you know, illustrations or art of some sort, or you're doing a podcast. You know, if, if you listen to a podcast you like and they sound polished or their microphone is better than yours, or, you know, they talk about these things they're doing because they have this podcast or whatever it is, whatever creative outlet that you are experiencing and you are following people who've been doing it longer than you, it's very easy to to sort of think that something is wrong with you, that you're not at that place. Well, first of all, everybody starts at the place you start at. 
every single person starts with zero followers and zero attention and zero mentions and rejected ideas and and that feeling of I don't really know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm just going to put it out there anyway. And I will tell you from my perspective that I've been sex blogging for gosh, we're in 2018 now. Lord, yes, I know what I know what year it is. I swear I do. Six years now, almost six years. And there are certain times I still sit and think, should should I write that? Should I hit publish? I don't, what am I doing? What's the goal here? What am I gonna write about? What am I gonna make? What's the next step? I don't always know either. So because I know that, because I now have the, the time and the experience, I know that I can look at somebody else who's got more longevity than I have, that has a um, type of success that I think I would like for myself, And I can know that at some point they're thinking the same thing, that they don't have a clue either. Make the analogy for you. I confessed to my 12 year old several weeks ago, a secret of adulthood. And I said, here's the big secret. Nobody will tell you about being an adult. And he said, and he's eyes are wide. He leans in. He's so excited. Oh, you're going to tell me a thing. And I said, none of us know what the hell we're doing. We are all making it up as we go along. And he looked at me. He looked really disappointed. He said, none of you? I said, we will make, as parents and as adults, we make decisions based on previous experience. Hey, I tried this thing that one time it worked. I'm going to keep doing that thing. I said, but most of the time we're just, we're winging it. We're, we're looking at a situation and going, I think this would be the right way to go. And we go in that direction. And sometimes that works. And sometimes that does not. Um, I sort of feel like that's, for me at least, as a creator, as a freelancer, as somebody who um, is fortunate enough to make money from this already, yeah, I'm kind of just winging it, you know? I'm coming up with ideas and thinking, I, you know, my logic tells me this might be a good idea for this website, let me send it out, who the hell knows? And then I wait and find out. Or I may think to myself, you know, this would be a great direction to take my content and let's start talking more about mental health, or let's start talking more about parenting or whatever, whatever it might be that I can relate back to my sex life and, or sex in general. And I go with it and I don't have a clue if it's going to work. I don't actually know. I'm guessing. So if you are sitting there looking at another creative person that you admire and telling yourself that they have it all figured out, that they are they're totally on top of their game. They must have magic powers that you don't have. And that's why they have the followers or they have the the bylines or whatever it is they might have. I'm here to tell you from my perspective, no, we don't. No, we don't. I would actually be more worried if a creative person of any sort, writer, illustrator, you know, any of it, any of it came up and said, oh no, I've totally got my shit figured out. Every day I wake up, I know exactly what I'm doing and it always works. I would wonder if they were certifiable because in my experience talking to my friends who are creators, knowing myself the way I do, I've never, ever, ever seen that because all of us are just winging it. And past experience is helping us figure out, hey, that worked before, so that might work again. And watching each other and seeing the cool, fun, new ideas people are trying gives you that spark to say, well, I could try something like that. Case in point, I've talked about this before. Masturbation Monday was not the first blogging meme. It's not the oldest blogging meme. It's not even the best blogging meme. Although I find that Mondays are the best damn day ever because of Masturbation Monday, just saying. Um, I 
developed that using ideas from people I admire. I did not copy and paste what they were doing. I did not say, oh, instead of calling it Wicked Wednesday, I will call it Wanking Wednesday. That would have been copying, right? Instead of it being Sinful Sunday, I'm going to call it Sexy Sunday. That would have been copying. I said, look at this thing they're doing. Look at what Molly Moore's doing with Sinful Sunday. And at the time, I didn't even know Kink of the Week was a thing. I do now. Kink of the Week. And look at what Marie Rebel's doing with Wicked Wednesday. And look at what all these people are doing. There was um, Too Much Information Tuesday, TMI Tuesday, and all these other blogging memes. Okay. That's cool. How can I use that? I like this idea. It's not my idea. I I will be the first to tell you I did not invent this idea. But what are they doing that works? What are they doing that that doesn't fit me, that I wouldn't want? How can I make this my own? Instead of looking at what they were doing and deciding that I could never be like that and, oh, you know, that said something negative about me, I decided to use what they were doing well to inspire me. I decided to aspire to be better. It's not an easy decision. It's not something that even, you know, even now I I think of in such glorious terms every single day. I have my own moments of wondering what the hell I'm doing and am I doing the right thing? I I can always tell when I'm publishing something that is deeply meaningful to me because I'm terrified to publish it. I do anyway, Um, but I'm scared because I don't quite know what reaction I'll get. I don't know if it's the right thing. Um, And that's, that's kind of how this thing goes. We are all faking it until we make it. Some of us, we're still faking it after we make it. I'm just here to tell you. I can't speak for everybody. I can tell you about me. I put out a confident face sometimes and not feeling very confident underneath. So when you compare yourself to a blogger you admire, you compare yourself to an illustrator you admire, you compare yourself to a podcaster you admire, you're comparing yourself to your perception of them. You are comparing yourself to where they are in their journey at that moment, which is not where you are in your journey, okay? So this isn't totally just a rant. This isn't totally just aspirational conversation. I was thinking, okay, what can I tell somebody that they can do to sort of stop doing that. And here's the thing I'll tell you. Um, I haven't figured that out completely because I still find myself doing it. I will say I find myself doing it less. I do not do it as often as I used to. I used to send myself into sometimes a week or two week long sort of downward spiral because I would see, I had decided what I wanted was to pitch publications and I wanted to get bylines and I wanted to see my name on those sites behind topics I believed in. And what would happen is that I would see somebody else, a really good writer, usually not anybody I even knew, sometimes it was somebody I knew, and they would be writing articles on topics that I thought to myself, I could have written that. I wouldn't have written it the way they did. I'm not saying I would even have written it better, but I could, I could have written that. But they wrote it and why, what's wrong with me? And that's, that's where the sort of that internalization comes from, the what's wrong with me. Um, and it did, it would mess with my head. And at some point I had to take one step past the fear that was stopping me from sending my ideas out and just do it and just say, you know what? I'm never gonna have whatever my version of that is, you know, the byline, the this, the that, unless I do something about it, I can sit back and keep watching and, and feeling bad for myself that somebody else is doing something that I know I'm capable of. 
Um, but it'll never actually happen for me unless I go out there and do it. That is an internal conversation you have to have with yourself. That is a moment when you get to a place of you're able to decide that you no longer want to be miserable and you want to take action. There's no timeline for that. I can't tell you when to do it. I can't tell you how to do it. That is one thing I have done, but I will tell you, it still happens to me. So for me, and I think this is true for some writers, I won't say all because some, I've met some writers who are so chill, they could give two shits if their name is ever on anything. Um, but some writers feel very strongly about pitching other um websites or publications to get a byline. They want to get their words out to those places. And for them being paid to do that is what makes them a writer. And I will say it is one way that makes you a writer. Um, it is a certainly a legitimate way, but it is only one way. Well, in my head, I have internalized the, you're only a real writer if your name is on shit kind of thing. And you're only a real writer. You're only a real freelance writer. If you're pitching publications and you're getting your name out there and your ideas are accepted. Y'all, that is a failure on my part. That's a self-esteem issue on my part. I am working on that. Um, I am here to tell you if you were nodding your head to what I just said, I'm gonna need you to like come on this other journey with me where we stop feeling that way because what happens is I will get so, I have gotten so busy with client work where sometimes my name is on the work and sometimes it's not. A lot of times it's not, it's ghost written. I'm behind the scenes. You don't know I'm the one writing in unless I happen to tell somebody. And I make enough money to pay a mortgage. I make a living at this. Guess what? I am a legitimate writer, but I have this like mean person in my head who will still somehow look at all the work I've done that not a lot of people know about and say that I'm that I'm lacking because I'm comparing myself to these people who are getting their ideas pitched and they're getting paid by these websites to write their ideas out and, write and share information. We're both legitimate. That's a failure on my part. That's a thing I say failure and I don't mean like awful get an F, sit in the corner with a dunce cap on failure, but it's it's a thing I have to work on, which is how I can tell you that if you are feeling that way and you've been you know, blogging for a month or you've just decided yesterday you're going to start pitching your ideas and you're, you're feeling like a quote failure because you didn't have some sort of magic success. Um, it really does hit us all and it hits us all in different ways. So back to what can you do to overcome it? One, you have to get yourself to a point, however long it takes you, where you decide that inaction is worse than the fear of action. Okay. If it means surrounding yourself with like-minded bloggers who are kind of going in the same direction and kind of want some of the same things that you do, as long as they are supportive, I have no tolerance for the um, fake nice, the fake supportiveness that can be out there. It's a human thing. It's not a sex blogger thing. It's not a, it's not a writer thing. It's a human thing. In any big group of people, there are always those people who say the right things on paper, but you walk away going, hmm, that made me feel kind of bad. That's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the people who genuinely care about your success and every interaction you have with them, you can feel that they genuinely, genuinely care. Whoever those people are, you don't need a ton of them. You need one, maybe two in your life. You surround yourself with those people, okay? And you share yourself and your passions and your your dreams and your goals with those people and you 
do your best, as hard as it is, to ignore the rest, okay? The only people who matter in that sense are the people who encourage you to put yourself out there. Encouragement is no guarantee of success, but I promise you, you will get a lot further with somebody at your back encouraging you, somebody you can reach out to by a Twitter DM or somebody you can talk to on Facebook or somebody you can email, somebody in your own fucking house who you can say, oh my God, I'm terrified to do this thing. And what they say to you is, you've got this, you can do it, I believe in you. I've been fortunate enough that not only did I marry that person, <laughs> he is also my first reader. And when I write something in my head, I'm kind of writing to him, for him. Uh, but I have managed to make some really good supportive um, blogging friends who do that for me as well, that I, I'm comfortable enough I can reach out with and, to and say, I'm feeling really insecure about this. Can you like give me a reality check? Or that I can go to and say, what's your take on this situation? And get, even if I don't agree with their take on it, I can get an honest assessment. So the more you can surround yourself with that, the better off you'll be. The easier it will be to get to that place where you can tell yourself, okay, I can keep telling myself I'll never be any good without doing anything, or I can go out there and find out if I can actually make these goals and dreams work. So that's one thing. The next thing to do, and I have a feeling however long this show lasts, you know, however many episodes it stays and we do this, I will probably say this in nearly every episode. I'm thinking this is my mantra. So number two, the thing to learn how to get yourself to a place where you stop comparing yourself negatively to your fellow creators is to go out there and make your shit, okay? Write your blog posts, review those sex toys, draw your art, make your podcast, make your video, whatever it is. However you are creating things to build up your platform so that you can eventually achieve the smut lancing goal of your dreams. And I don't care if your smut lancing goal is you just want to be published one time a month and make, you know, 50, 75, $100 a month. Or if your goal is one day, I'm going to quit this job I hate, and I'm going to be a full-time freelance creator. I don't care which, where your goal is and what end of the spectrum you're at. Okay. The way to get to it, whatever the goal is, is to keep making your art, to keep creating, to keep showing up, to keep doing it. And not just in those spaces where if like, go back to the example of pitching your ideas, not just there, that is important. I've, I've got several articles at smutlancer.com where we talk about pitching as a numbers game and here's how to pitch and here's what to think about when you pitch and here's what rejection really means. And I'll, I'll even link to some of those, but it's about putting yourself out there. So yes, there, keep showing up in the way you want to make money, but you also need to keep showing up in your personal space. So we know if we've, if any of you have been around here for a couple of minutes, I believe very firmly and I don't care what your art is, you need a blog. You need some space, some website, home on the internet that you control. You have to pay for it, but you get to also set the rules for it. Keep showing up there as consistently as you can, as often as you can, as often as works for your life. Here's why. The thing that will let you know um, that you're you're on the right path, you're on the right track with what you're creating, won't just be the amount of time you spend doing it so that, for me, sitting down to write a blog post is mostly muscle memory. I can sit down and I can type it out from my head through my 
fingers on the keyboard to the screen faster than I could ever actually physically write it out with pen and paper. Why? Because I've now got enough years of practice. I was looking at um, my personal site today, kaylalords.com. I have, as of the day I'm recording this, which is mid January, 2018, I have 1,685 pieces of published content on that website. And I have over the past, I think year deleted for different reasons, um, probably a hundred pieces of content. So over the time I've had the website, I've had, I've been blogging over 1700 pieces of content. That's a lot of fucking content. Guess what? You can imagine I might have some muscle memory when it's time to actually sit down and type out my thoughts. But over that time, over all of that content, what has taught me that I'm, I'm doing okay, that I might not be where some other writer is. I might not be at the same level as another blogger that I'd like to be at. What's kept me going, other than the, the sort of confidence you build up just by blogging over time where you know you're capable of sitting down and pounding on a blog post, you get a thought in your head, you're like, I know how to write this because I've done this 1,700 other times before, right? It's the people you affect. It's the people you impact that you can't see them, okay? They're not always gonna like your post. They're not always gonna share it on Twitter. They're not always going to comment. Some of them will, but the further we get away from like the early 2000s, the further we get away from commenting. Like when I started blogging in 2012, that was like the heyday of commenting, I guess. And now in, on, some, on some blogs, people never get a comment and on some blogs, you get a lot. I have kind of a mix. On kaylalords.com, there's sort of a culture of commenting. People comment, not as much as they used to, but they do. On thesmutlancer.com, I get almost no comments. And the people I get comments from are people who've been blogging for years and years and years, and that's just how they are with blogs. They will comment. Um, so it's kind of weird that way. So here's how you know you've touched somebody. First of all, are your numbers going up? I'm, we're not talking about what the, the numbers themselves are. Are they going up over time? If they're going up over time, you can do, if you are on a WordPress-based uh, site, you can see these things. Um, I think you might need the Jetpack plugin, but you might just need to have your, um, there might be otherwise. I use the Jetpack, Jetpack plugin to help me with these things, but you can see summaries of your stats. And I don't compare day to day. I, I look at it because I, I love looking at my numbers, but I don't compare day to day. I don't even compare month to month. I've gotten to a point because I've now got the longevity, I will look at year over year. Okay, January of 2017 compared to January of 2018, what were those numbers like? January 2016 compared to January 20, 2017. Or like I did towards the end of November earlier this month, I looked at year over year. And the numbers, everybody's numbers are gonna be different. I don't, we don't really talk about an industry standard of what good numbers are. We're small niche blogs. So we're not gonna be, you know, Buzzfeed. We're not gonna be HuffPost. We're not gonna be Mashable. We're not gonna get millions of hits a day. It's not gonna happen. So I don't know what is quote good with numbers or not. What I know is that every year my numbers go up. Every year I get a certain amount of views and so far, knock on wood, every year it's higher than the year before. If you need to know whether you are improving and you've been blogging long enough, look at what you have done in the past and compare it to today. If you are a new blogger, compare months. Look at, um, let's say you've been blogging six months. So go back to what, August, September? 
compare the numbers that month to the numbers in December. And keep doing that until you get to that year mark where you can start looking at year over year. And if the numbers are staying the same is not great, but it's better than going down. If they're going up, and I don't care if it's by 10 people, if they're going up, that means you are catching people's attention. You are getting on people's radars more each as, as time passes. And that is the comparison you should make. It is not what you are doing in your personal space with your personal creation and how you see the world to somebody else who's doing their own thing completely separate and apart from you. That's not the comparison to make. Look at what you're doing and see what you have been doing and how does that compare? Are you, go back to blogging, are you writing more blog posts? Are you participating in more blogging memes? Are you commenting more on other people's blogs and so therefore people are coming to your site and commenting on yours? Are your stats going up? If we're, if comparisons, can be toxic and negative and bad, as I've just discussed for the previous 20 minutes. But they can also, when done right, they can be positive and good. They can they can let you know if you're on the right track or maybe you need to do something different or you know reassess what you're doing. Case in point, 2016, yes. See, numbers are hard. That's why I do the words. Um, we've talked about it before. I had to take a blogging hiatus mental health issues. There's like two, three months I barely wrote. I still wrote, but not at my normal level. My stats went down as a result. I had enough of an archive that they, it's not like they went down to zero, but they did dip. And it bothered the hell out of me. <laughs> I did not like it, but I knew exactly why it happened. I could see, I was like, oh, here's the last month of my normal blogging schedule. And here are the past two or three months of barely blogging and oh now when I came back and I'm like I'm back to a normal blogging routine the numbers from that first month back were still lower than they had been before I took the hiatus but they were immediately higher than during the hiatus so I could see a direct correlation I could make the connection of what do I need to do different Sometimes the connection won't be that easy. Sometimes you're experimenting with things that other people don't understand. And they're like, I don't know what this person is doing. I'm going to go over here and, and read something else or look at something else or whatever. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I will. I think you should create the thing that you feel like that needs to be created. Um, it may just take time um, for other people, for you to find your people and you find your audience. Um, but sometimes you can look at it and go, what did I do differently? My numbers didn't go up. My, my feedback has dropped. I'm not getting comments. What, what's going on? Instead of looking outward at what other people are doing that you think you're supposed to be doing, ignore that. Look inward, look at what you are actually doing and then decide what you think you want to be doing. All of this is changeable. You can make a plan today, January 2018, of how you're going to create your stuff in this year. And six months out, you might go, what the hell was I thinking back in January? I don't want to do this. Guess what? You can change at any point. But that's the kind of comparison to make. That's the, the, the way to look at things and to decide what you should, air quotes, should be doing or not. Okay. Not looking at each other and thinking I am somehow not as good as, or I'm unworthy, or what am I doing? What That self-hate talk we can sometimes get into as creative people, as people who make a thing and put it out there for public consumption. That 
that does not help us, that only hurts us, that can slow down our growth, that can slow down our path. So I am lecturing you as much as I am lecturing myself <laughs> because I still do it, y'all. I'm still just as guilty of it, um, which means we. I know that I need the reminder and that other people need the reminder to do your best to not do that. And the other tip I will give you to help you, and it is the thing that has helped me. For me, it's Twitter, because that's kind of where all my sex blogging peeps tend to be. When I find myself in a very bad place where I can't scroll through the Twitter feed and find funny things or like random comments or participate in good conversations, and all I can see is what everybody else is doing, quote, air quote, everybody else is doing that I think I'm supposed to be doing, and it makes me feel bad, Here's another way to help with that whole stop comparing yourself thing. Close out the app, put down your phone, go do something else. I have taken very, like teeny, like I don't even announce them. I take these mini, itty bitty little breaks from Twitter. I'll like for a weekend, I just will barely look at it, right? Because that's me taking the, that much needed break. Because it's not everybody else's fault. It's, it's, that's about me. That's about what I need to do for myself. So if the problem for comparing yourself and feeling bad about what you're quote not doing that you think you're quote supposed to be doing. Get away for a little while from the platform where you see that stuff that makes you feel bad. It doesn't mean you have to quit it. Come back to it in a couple of days. Go off and do something that has nothing else to do with what other people are doing, okay? Go do something you love. Go read a book. Go make your thing. Go have good sex. Whatever you can do, go do that. And when you're in a better frame of mind, then come back to whatever that platform is. So that, uh, that's my ranty advice for the week. I, um, I hope that helped. Uh, if not, or if you have other thoughts, if you've caught yourself doing it and you, um, have thoughts or suggestions or methods that you've used to kind of combat that, I would love to hear them because I could use the help myself. Thank you very much. Um, I have found that the busier I stay, the less I have time to compare myself to anybody else because I'm too busy doing stuff and making stuff and, writing. So that's always a, another good option to just, just get busy doing it and you won't have time to look up and see what other people are doing. Okay. That's it for me. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like what you just heard and I didn't completely offend you with uh, my ranting, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at the Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. And thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Bye.